0: On this episode of From the Bleachers, I interview Brad Burian and Logan Howell, the hosts of Unsportsmanlike Conduct here on KLA, We talk about the impact of no sports around the world and what they have been doing while being away from Ambrose. It's coming up right now. Welcome back to From the Bleachers. I'm your host, Carter Foley, and today I'm joined by the hosts of Unsportsmanlike Conduct here on KLA, Brad Burton and Logan Al. Thank you guys for meeting me today in this uh, bizarre podcast.
1: Yeah, thank you for having us. Hey, no problem. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. So, uh... I think we can all relate to this one, but what has life been like, um, you know, without sports for you guys in particular, cause obviously you guys host a sports show. So what's that been like? Um, just not being able to watch sports, especially, uh, right around now is it seems like kind of a really busy time for sports. Obviously baseball should have started. Um, we're getting closer to the NBA playoffs or we should have been as well as the NHL playoffs. So just talk a little bit about what that's kind of been like.
2: Um, I would say it's kind of like, uh, we normally did our show last summer. It's kind of like the month of July. It kind of everything slows down. You don't don't have as many sports to really talk about. Uh, we actually just did our show for the first time in a while uh, yesterday, and it was just all NFL because the NFL's done a done a good job of being able to keep that going. But at some point, they're also going to have to slow down what they're doing. Once they get <laughs> past the draft, they're going to have to slow down. They can't put out products for ESPN to use, people to talk about. So I think that's basically what we've been doing. And just like every other sports fan, it's just been kind of a wild ride. You don't really know when it's gonna come back. And at some point you feel like you kinda of take it for granted. You don't ha- you don't get to go new watch new sports every single day like you're used to. And it's just something that's really it's really new to me.
1: Like Logan said right there, he really hit it on the spot when it comes to the month of July because baseball's still going on, but there's just so many games happening. So you don't really want to kind of like keep on recapping every single game. It just gets kind of boring for the audience in some way. But, you know, with the NFL, what they've been able to do with the free agency stuff, it's been pretty remarkable kind of, you know, that's been kind of the healing process in a way, but still uh, once the draft is over <clears> and who knows when sports will get uh, started back up. But, you know, at this time of the year, March Madness would, would be going on. We'd be entering the NCAA championship right now. Carter, like you talked about, with the NBA playoffs right around the corner at this time in baseball, missing opening day. That was really tough this year because there's a lot of teams uh, out there that are looking to hopefully make that big uh, run this season. Of course, some new managers, new players on different teams. So definitely you take it for granted at some points because when something's not going good in your life, you kind of have sports to fall back on to kind of take your uh, mind off of some things. But for right now, it's just kind of taking it one day at a time. And hopefully, once this whole uh, COVID-19 pandemic tends to calm down, uh, we definitely get hopefully something uh, when sports will be coming back.
0: And do you guys think that, um, you know, when when sports do come back, whether that's, you know, at the end of May or even, you know, at the end of June and worst-case scenario, end of July, um, do you guys think that they will – They'll, they'll be fan-free for a while, or do you guys think that, um, you know, they're going to open it back up when the fans can come? And, and imagine, too, NBA playoffs without fans or even NHL playoffs without fans. I just think that would be so bizarre, and I don't think that's ever happened before.
2: Yeah, I definitely think it would be weird. And I think at some point the sports will have to try to come back without fans. If this goes into the fall, a sport like the NBA that's normally done by June, if it comes back July, August, and it has to be without fans, that's just what they have to do. I know they've talked about um, taking the teams out to Vegas. That's something that's come out in the last couple of days and finishing off the season in a way there with the playoffs and a shortened little schedule left. But if that's something they have to do, it's what they have to do. But when you talk about sports without fans, I think fans really make a game in a way because those players are so used to having the fans there that they can thrive off the energy that they give them. Talk about having a home corner advantage. That's pretty much gone at that point. You don't have your, your home crowd fans there. So I definitely think it's going gonna, it's gonna to get rid of advantages. And also, I don't know if we're going to see as much effort or as much energy from the players if they don't have the fans in the stands.
1: I would definitely agree on that because uh, when the fans are there at the game, the players definitely <laughs> they feel the energy right there, especially you know, we, we've we watched a lot of NBA games uh, before when a team is down, let's just say maybe by 10 points and we have three minutes to go left in the fourth quarter, but somebody hits a big three, then the fans start going crazy depending on uh, if it's the home team or not. And when those fans are going crazy, the players certainly feed off of that and, just having fans at, at the game in general is just so much fun because players like to hear what they're saying, whether it might be some jeers or cheers, whatever it may be because again, they do feed off of that. But if they do have to go without fans for the first uh, couple of weeks, whether it be in baseball season or come to NBA playoffs, if they got play without fans, no doubt that's going to be a huge blow. But at the same time, though, no, I think at this point, at least for me in general, I just want sports back. That's all I really want. So if that's to be without fans, I totally get it. But certainly uh once fans do come back uh, it's definitely going to be uh, great to see that
0: yeah for sure and i don't know if if you guys can relate to this but i i've certainly been uh kind of in this position too where i'm you know i i i miss sports obviously like a lot of the sports world out there and uh what's been kind of cool is all the um, you know, the major sports organizations like the NBA and, um, you know, you know, uh, NFL and stuff like that, they've posted like old videos or old games, like historic games. And I think just the other night ago, they were playing, uh, Uh, I think it was game six of the NBA finals or game five, actually, excuse me, uh, where the Cavs came back from that 3-1 deficit and Kyrie and LeBron each scored 40 points. So I guess what I'm trying to get at is have you guys been watching um, old sports games uh, like historic games or just anything like on YouTube or that those, um, you know, those like the NBA or the MLB that they've been streaming on like YouTube or, or Twitch or anything like that? Have you guys been watching that?
2: Yeah, I definitely pay attention to all the older games that they have. One thing that I'm really excited about is the Jordan uh, series that they're coming out with, the 30-for-30 30 30 type that they're coming out with on ESPN they're bringing out early. I think that's going to be exciting as something to watch. And definitely, if you're a sports fan, you're watching YouTube right now, you're watching ESPN, and it's kind of cool to see these older games in a way because you remember the moments, but when you get to go back and rewatch it again, you do get con- kind of that same energy from the game when you watch it for the very first time and also i know the nba has done it and also the nfl has done it with their game passes you can now get it for free until i think about july or may so you can go back i know in the nfl game pass it's all the game since 2009 every single game you can go back and watch every single play the whole entire broadcast again i know the nba has done that i think it's awesome how you're able to do that because in a way you still have sports, but it's just in the past, but you do get to go back and relive these awesome moments that you got to see as a sports fan.
1: I've been watching the Marquee Sports Network, which is home of the now Chicago Cubs, and they reshowed the uh all the Cubs playoff games from two thousand and sixteen when they played against the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Indians to win the World Series. So kind of going back to relive in uh two thousand sixteen <laughs> has been kind of uh it's been pretty cool in some ways because and of course, doing it for the first time was so much better, but doing it again you know, for kind of the second time was like, wow, this is what I really felt like uh, then. And then um, probably just a few days ago, I watched the Super Bowl game between the Arizona Cardinals and the Pittsburgh Steelers, and holy cow, what a game that was. <laughs> I totally I totally forgot about it, Larry Fitzgerald having the big game, having that touchdown uh, late in the game, but, but the Steelers just pulling away there with the win uh, towards the end. So it's definitely been pretty cool to – Kind of relive some of those uh, moments, especially it's been so long now, hard to believe. Because back then I was in, um, in a middle school. Now I'm, uh, of course, in college, so it's just kind of crazy to think how long ago that was. And just watching games uh, from the past too, whether it be from the NCAA tournaments or baseball, football, basketball, it's just just kind of cool to relive those moments because I get to see some players I never got to see before. And Logan talked about the Jordan documentary coming out about the about the uh, Chicago Bulls. MJ's I never he's a player I never saw uh, play before but I've been fortunate enough to see guys like Kobe, LeBron mm-hmm. and now Zion Williamson stepping up here for the Pelicans <laughs> so uh MJ's a guy that I'm really looking forward to seeing that documentary when it comes out in April and big credit to ESPN for uh, releasing it early too because of obviously what's going on with the NBA being suspended indefinitely
0: yeah, for sure. I think that's obviously like Logan and also uh, you mentioned, Brad, just a good timing for sure. Obviously, um, no sports going on besides reruns like we mentioned. So to air that documentary, it would obviously be um, great and also something that people would definitely watch. Um, so I guess this kind of leads to my next question as well as obviously you guys have uh, you know hosted Unsportsmanlike Conduct for many months now um, and even years at this point. So what, what was it like to kind of just stop, like just kind of out of nowhere? Because it seemed like once the NBA suspended the season, then we started seeing everything kind of spiral out of control in, in terms of everybody, every single league suspending their season. So what was that kind of like to know that, hey, we're not going to be, you know, doing a show for a while. Obviously, you guys just recorded a show um, uh, yesterday, I believe it was. So what was it kind of like just to kind of put a halt in the production? <laughs>
1: Well, it was kind of funny because we just got back from New York uh, uh, late uh, last month in uh, March, or early in March, and so with spring break being around the corner, we were not going to do the show that week because Logan was going to be out of town, and I was going to be out of town as well, So, but then when we came back for the first week of school, we were going to plan to resume the show, but then once the NBA put a halt to their season, then... Baseball did did the same thing. Marsh Madness got called off for the first time, and oh boy, so many years! Like I think it was eighty something years wow. the first time it's ever happened. So that really kind of put a question mark: Is one, will we ever do the show again? And two, uh, you know, am I done? Because with me being a senior, I don't want to go out this way. Yeah, I just don't. And so that was definitely something I was thinking about. So I emailed Dave Baker a couple times to kind of see what we could do and. Uh, using the studio probably wasn't the, the best option just because of safety reasons of what's going on. So he said doing it remotely was probably going to be the best way to go, which I kind of had questions about, but once we did it yesterday, uh, it was definitely really cool just to talk about sports again, even though we didn't get to see, uh, see each other face-to-face, but uh, yeah, talking about sports in general is just something I, I've i wanted to do for such a long time, and to be, and to be able to do it uh, was pretty good. So hopefully once this whole thing Uh, tends to calm down COVID-19 and we can go back in the studio, that'd be great. At least I can use it just one more time is what I'm hoping.
2: Yeah, and the first thing I thought of when all this went down was exactly what Brad talked about, him being a senior, what we didn't know possibly that could be the last time he was able to be in the studio, things like that. So we've been working that out and we're definitely going to have him back in the studio and things like that. But being a big NFL fan and watching all this free agency news happen, watching Tom Brady go from the Patriots to the Buccaneers and not being able to talk about it, I would Mm. say is probably the hardest part. Yeah, Because we're so used to every Wednesday night being able to just talk sports for two hours, and you get used to it. And it was awesome to be able to do the show yesterday and talk about all this sporting news with Brad because we get both sides, both of our opinions on it, and you just get the flow off of each other like that. I really enjoyed doing that. And when it was gone, it really makes you say, Hey, I really took that for granted. That's something that we got to do every single week like that. Uh, now it's gone from us.
0: Yeah. yeah. I definitely feel that. I mean, it just, it, it's, it's weird. Just, you know, not being obviously at school and going to classes and things like that. Everything's online. And it, I don't know if you guys can relate, but it almost feels like the days kind of blend in together for me. Like my sleep schedule was all over the place and, you know, I just it's a weird it's a weird feeling for sure. So I definitely uh, know how you guys feel. But for you guys, I mean, what is it like, um, you know, for you guys, obviously being stuck at home, going back to your hometowns and, you know, not obviously not recording the show, but also not going to your classes, not seeing your your other friends and doing all that stuff and just being a normal college. Student. I mean, what's what's that been like?
1: It's definitely weird for sure because I really do miss going to class and, and seeing my instructors of course, some of them do like to give me a hard time, but it's all do <laughs> so stuff that's something I do kind of miss yeah. but uh definitely not being back on campus and seeing my friends it's uh, definitely kind of not the way I wanted to go out which of course Carter you can really of course you can relate to as well being a senior yep and just not being able to you know see people who I enjoy seeing doing the stuff such as. Helping out with Dateline, and then doing doing on Sportsman like Conduct uh, up in K L A. So, uh, like Logan said, sometimes you do you you do take it for granted sometimes, but you don't really think about it. You just kind of think, okay, this is what's going to you know, this is what my schedule will be like. Whatever happens though, I don't know how. I don't see why it would uh, you know interfere with this. So, it definitely uh, was uh, quite the adjustment coming back out here to Durant. and with me personally working at WHBF TV in Rock Island, having to get up extra early now for work to drive about 30 miles and back. So it's definitely kind of putting a little uh, stress on me, but not big stress, but just still, I I kind of feel the effects of being extra tired at times and just kind of having to go to bed at an earlier time in the evening. So uh, really, you know, going from a five minute drive to now possibly a 35 minute drive has been quite the change.
2: Yeah, I think it The adjustment to it has been a little challenging for everybody. Online classes, you know, you have teachers cutting in and out. You're not getting the best type of teaching you can, but it's what all we can do right now. And personally for me, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like springtime at St. Ambrose is really the best. You see everybody out in the quad, throwing the football around, frisbee, doing something. And you get to go out there, interact with people, and have fun doing that as well. And personally, that's my favorite part, and I wouldn't even get to do that. Uh, this spring so for me that's one thing that I'll miss and definitely just adjusting the classes I think that's going to be a part that everyone has had to have a challenge with
0: yeah definitely it's definitely been kind of like what Brad mentioned it's been weird obviously being a senior and you know after spring break it's like it feels like almost in a way that like school just ended in a way and uh, I think that's that's a tough thing and for me and Brad and all the other seniors and things like that um, it's definitely going to be weird Um, you know, not returning to campus as a student. Um, But it's obviously something that was out of anybody's control and it was the right decision to be made. So obviously there's, you know, no hard feelings. It just, it's unfortunate that it had to be like this. Um, But for the last question I have for you guys, um, I want to end this on a positive note, but how was the trip to New York? And, uh, you know, what was the experience like uh, receiving a national award?
2: I would say the trip to New York was awesome. Just to go out there and interact with the the other people mostly, the award was awesome. I think the best part truly was it was interacting with the other stu- other broadcasting students going out there. Uh, a couple of the different uh seminar type things we went to. It was just other sports guys that sports guys and girls just were sitting there talking about the radio stuff that they do game wise. And for me, that was just awesome. You just had a notebook out, and you're just taking notes. You're just trying all these things. I know one thing me and Brad tried doing with our radio show was incorporating segments into our show. We did an overreaction Wednesday, and that's one thing that everyone talked about. They started talking about different segments they do in their sporting uh, talk shows and things like that. And it was just awesome to see what everyone else does and really compare yourself to all these other schools. You see schools like UCLA and Rutgers at an event like this, and you realize, hey, we're not too far off of these schools, and we're doing a real good job.
1: Yeah, like Logan said right there, it was really good to interact with other people from different uh, schools, kind of see how they do their shows in some way, and even hearing their demos, too, as well. There was one guy, um it was a school from Chicago that he did a sports radio show. Talking about Chicago sports, which of course was really good for me since I love Chicago uh sports so much. But just hearing what he was talking about and hearing uh you know how he sounded and, and his uh enthusiasm was very spectacular. But the trip to New York overall was just such a great uh experience. Um aside from of course of course from going to the conferences, going to the Knicks game, which of course the Knicks aren't you know, they weren't doing so well, me, but still but still going to Madison Square Garden was such a terrific uh experience and just seeing the city uh all around of course of course this is my second time going out to new york but just to be out there again was just such an amazing uh experience learned a whole lot of course going to places like the 9 nine eleven museum statue of the statue of liberty Alice island so such a lot of uh, great things out yeah. there and it's truly a great experience and uh, hope to do it again someday something like that
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm glad you guys uh, enjoyed the trip and uh, uh, really appreciate you guys uh, coming on the show today. It means a lot, of course.
2: Yeah, thank you for having
0: us. Hey,
1: no problem. Really, really appreciate it.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of From the Bleachers. Make sure you tune in next episode as I interview another special guest from the sports field here at St. Ambrose University. See you next time.